This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 812.15. Follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's the first time I've said X without having to put it in inverted commas. Without chortling. Yeah. Mm. We're getting used to it now. This is what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The rebrand slowly takes hold. And Elon Musk successfully conquers our minds well elon musk is uh, has already had one success this week because uh, at my son's school they have a, a thing called crew when the kids are put into groups of nine mm. and then they they have a sort of a contest to name the crew and you have to come up with somebody you think is an in- inspirational figure um and uh tesla crew is what they're called now my son's one mm. and i thought they're it, electric i thought it was about <laughs> nicholas uh tesla but oh. apparently it's a sort of elon musk oh. trivia oh. um boz uh, boz's speech was about calling them allen group after rick allen the drummer in def leopard Oh, yeah. I would have really approved of that. They went Tesla. This is a man who lost his arm and continued yeah. to be a professional drummer, which is, I mean... And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know if he's got the cut-through among the young that, that no. Elon Musk No, although has. Taylor Swift was one of the nominees, didn't make it. Gosh. Beaten yeah. by Musk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, leave it, leave it. That's what happened to me in the school holidays. I didn't shower for about <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> I got to a point in the school holidays when I, I was able to put my socks on the wrong feet and they felt uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. I know. That is bad, isn't it? So um, I um, I was at the picture house at Piccadilly this week oh. with my stable mate, Dave Berry. I'm seeing some photographic evidence of this being sent to us. L- lovely picture, may I say. Well, well Dave you? always looks great. I, you know, I look like an old man commander. Uh, au contraire. OK. I think you look very uh, dashing. Thanks. So, um... It was an it was a Q and A with a Mar- with Miranda Sawyer, and uh, she asked us stuff about Absolute being fifteen and mm. highlights of our careers at Absolute and stuff like that. At one point, I had to explain why this show doesn't have a sponsor. <laughs> It's a bit hashtag Gosh, wow. Yeah. Those are some serious cues. Was that her opening question? Well, I mean, you know, Dave was very nice about um, Wix. Mm. I said if they did a remake of um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, might Wix be the sponsors of it? Because I think they do make chainsaws. But um, I don't. Maybe they would want to be associated. But um, lunchtime, dear. So uh, he was on about how. Um, <laughs> was how it lo- lunchtime? How lovely. And well, no, it was. Um, it was pre-lunch. In oh. Fact. But uh, so we, yeah. Apparently they're very supportive. Wicks and I said we got nobody. <laughs> I said you can be too weird. 
Yeah. That's 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 the. Did the you bottom. go for the sort of too weird, too punk sort of angle? No, I'm just too weird, Diddy. I don't feel that <laughs> punk. And then a, ve- a woman said, um, "Where? Do, what do you think Absolute will be like in 15 years' time?" And I said, "Well, there'll be one notable absentee." <laughs> I would have thought. Hi, that's so depressing. Sorry, is that is that um, <laughs> too dark for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> too dark for breakfast. <laughs> um, no, it was. I said I don't feel that's any of my business. That's what I said. Dave was very defensive. Um, he didn't suggest I might make it for a second, but. Um, <laughs> He reprimanded her for the insensitivity of her question (laughs) and said he hoped she enjoyed bitter coffee from the free birthday mug (laughs) she was getting. And I said, maybe we could give her an urn. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it was going that day. Oh, wow. It was quite a lark, I must say. Mm. And um, free food after. I was talking about um, it was a sort of radio conference well you were you left us um, on a cliffhanger where you were perusing the free buffet yeah well a pre-buffet when I got into the by the way when I met Dave Berry um, I I bumped into him just outside the door and I said 63 (gasps) and he went "Uh, what? I don't, and they do a competition where you have to pick a number, <laughs> one in a hundred. And, uh, and I thought, you never know, you might, they might not have had a, a winner yeah. today. You caught but, him um, off duty, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it threw him completely. Like, when I, on the way in today, in my car, I got a text that um, let's get, it said... Um, Come on. Um, Jenny Seagrove. This was from Kath. <laughs> And I thought, oh, what is that? And then I realised before we left, before I left the house, we were watching the Alan Titchmarsh show on the telly, and a woman came, was on when we switched it on, and we were both going, oh no, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> and I was coming in, and I got, um, I got the Jenny Seagrove um, text. Do you know Jenny Seagrove? Yes, of course I no. do. Yes, she's before your time, I darling. I presume it was like it sounds like you were being texted your target, one of the four identities. She was, a, ve- she was yes. a popular <laughs> actress popular in the eighties, and she was married to Michael Winner. Oh. oh yes. Okay. Thank you. Gosh. I forgot that. I have bit. all your Jenny Seagrove facts. Was, should you need them? Was she Michael? Uh, was she? Was she Michael Winner? Was she married to Michael Winner for very long? Oh yes. Oh. Mm. He struck oh, yeah. me as a man that you couldn't be married to for very long. <laughs> well, he he he, he died. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I went that on will stop a lot of marriages, I had, I find. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> it's I in the a, terms and conditions, to be fair. I had a, I had a, in sickness and in health, <laughs> I had a stress ball that when you squeezed it, squeezed it said, calm down, dear. Oh, oh that was wow. him. And I took That's... it on Taskmaster, calling it um, dead man's voice in a sphere. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is... Possibly the most powerfully naughty's object I can imagine. Yes. Frank, do you remember winners' dinners as well? He, oh yes. He would go to a restaurant. Scathing. And what would he do for? Would he put a sign up? I think no. You could cut out a sign saying this is a terrible restaurant or something. Yeah, he, he scathing <laughs> restaurant reports. But apparently, um, when he died, um, she contacted um, 
Madame Tussauds to make a lifelike thing to have in the house of him, a life-size thing. Oh. She just found up and said, make me a winner. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe we don't have a sponsor. Texas, no, I can't either. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Can I say, the two, te- the two texts I got after was, um, next guest, Leslie Joseph, and then my final text, and Susan Hampshire. So, just saying. Um, so, yeah, so back at the picture house, I... Um, so uh, Miranda Sire was really mm, nice she's and, great. and she asked me about uh, my dog she'd heard on the radio that you know my in case you don't know my dog got um, bitten by yeah. another dog last last week and um, and she asked me how she was and I said um, yeah I'm thinking you know I the radio I could use the radio show to get together a, a, um, a group of people you know to track down try and track down the owner vigilante was <laughs> the word you're she said, for it. And, she, and she said another thing that radio can do help you form a vigilante group <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah it's very good yeah. you're sort of wearing absolute radio hoodies but I found yeah. out something um, about uh, Dave Berry's power, absolute, that I didn't know. Oh. Power that I don't have. What is it? Well, I'll tell you after this. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, Dave Berry let it slip. Because I was, I was bragging about the fact that I get two songs of my own choice every hour. And he says, oh, I don't get to choose any. And I thought, ha-ha, <laughs> Dave Perry. I did point out, to be fair, and he's the loveliest of blokes. Oh, but he, um, the he is a proper radio, you know, five mornings a week. And I'm like the Victorian gentleman amateur <laughs> <laughs> who comes in on a Saturday morning, <laughs> three hours. But anyway, he um, he can, if there's a song on his playlist he doesn't like, he can have it removed. Oh. Is that right? And has he exerted? Well, his I can't. Own? I can't tell you what they were. I'll tell you no, what. No, but has he done it? He has done it. <gasps> Oh, Barry, I need to know. Is yeah. there a sort of maximum number he can remove? <laughs> well, I don't know. Could he just get it all down to one song? And, just, uh, <laughs> just and here it comes again. No, you can't, because <laughs> the, the no-repeat guarantee, of oh, course, yeah. is oh, Of course, that, that whole thing ridiculous. Back. But it didn't... And they um, announced a new um, station called Absolute Now, which is just going to play new music, no older than a year old. Oh, wow. Mm. That was a lie. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> sorry, I made, I made, I made that up. I just, I don't know why. I gained, um, I gained nothing from it. Frank, it's very odd that you just lied for no reason. I never lied. I think I thought that would be great if they'd done that. I'd really have respected. No, but Frank, you can't just tell lies. <laughs> yeah. You're very, you're one of the most honest people I've ever met in my entire life. But let's, I mean, ninety-eight <laughs> percent of the blokes listening to this in Dunlop Green Flash trainers and a two. Uh, T-shirt. I say, well, I will be listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> and how, long, how much longer will this hangover last? So you know. Look, I've had. A, I'm talking about the texts I've had this morning. I've had one um, from um, my uh, Bozzy's teacher 
saying, no, it is Nikola Tesla. And it was oh. named after. Oh. Definitely not Elon oh, Musk. that's reassuring. And okay, Rick good. Allen of Def Leppard came a very low se- close second. So okay. I've been, uh, been corrected oh. by Sir. <laughs> Did you also get a text from Wick saying, don't call us? No, I didn't even get that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't make chainsaws and we don't approve of massacre. And we so, also don't approve uh, of, lo- of random lies. Yeah, yeah. No, um, absolute now. <laughs> I thought... It's not a bad idea, is it? I think maybe you're doing that thing that sort of happened in, uh, in where like a sort of a, a spokesman for the king who can't speak for himself just says something they hope that he does and <laughs> yeah. it's too embarrassing yes. to go back on it. So they go, yes, we will be attending. Yes, sire. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, I think it speaks very well of you that because you're such a thoroughly honest person... Um, I didn't doubt that for a no, minute. No, but I, I would have been found out. <laughs> I think you'll find <laughs> It would have been quite an escapade for you to somehow back this up. Well, you know, I, got, I quoted a poem in an interview with a, a woman from, I think, The Telegraph, and she said you should do a poetry podcast. Mm. And the headline was something like, I'm doing a poetry podcast, uh, Skinner. And then... Um, I got contacted and saying, oh, come and do it with us by our um, our owners, Bauer. Mm. And then it happened. So that happened, not on the strength of a lie, but of an error. Yeah. An exaggeration. So, you know, these, who knows? There might be an absolute... I could be working on absolute now this time next year. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'd be more at home on absolute then. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, I listen to uh, lots of new music. In fact... I listened to some brand new music the other night in a context which I think you'll find a little surprising. And I'll share with you after this, baby. Frank on Absolute Radio. So I went to um, Hackney Earth. Oh, yes. On, uh, on uh, oh. Wednesday night. Do you know it? You probably played yeah. there, I'm Pierre. I'm familiar with it. No, I, I'm, I, I read too many books about World War II to play Hackney Earth. I think I'm, too, I'm not cool enough. Oh, OK. I, it's a very I cool venue. There, yeah, it I did a cool. book. I interviewed someone there, I think. I know ah. what you mean. It's very... Um, it's was very it Jenny deep. Seagrove? No, it was Catherine Mine. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with its work. Mm. What were you doing there, please? Well, um... Stephen Wilson, who um, I I actually opened the show with today. If you're not on a uh, on a decade channel, I opened the show with his um, song "What Life Brings" from his uh, new album. His new album came out yesterday, the 29th. Oh wow! And on the 20, you're listening to Absolute now. Yeah, on the tw- <laughs> exactly <laughs> on the 27th. But this is what happened, and I don't really know his work. Kathy's app. Absolutely obsessed with him, and he was in a band called uh, the Porcupine Tree. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I'm not pretending to, to know about him. So I just turned up because of you know love, and Boz came as well. And I didn't know that on in this place, um, Hackney Earth, there's no seats or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's like massive tiered wooden floor, and you just sit on hard. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a coliseum. Yeah, it was like a sort of yeah, it was like it's that. It's got a quite medieval feel. Yeah, it's like a there. mass <laughs> naughty step. <laughs> I felt we were being, I felt we were in, in trouble now from you, the beginning. You got to sit there and listen to Stephen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, think about what you've done. No, but the thing was, and there was there was lots of you know men with those. You know what are those massive? 
those massive things that men I, I drink. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Those massive drinks they have. Pierre? That the men have. Yeah. What drinks do men have? Pint, pints. There, there was blokes. There was blokes with those. Honestly, since I, I stopped drinking a long time, when yeah. I see a bloke with a pint now, or a woman, but mainly yeah. it's blokes, I think, um, you know, you don't want all that. You're honestly going to drink all that. So you look and you see, you see a guy with a pint and you think, look at that massive drink. Yeah, I do. I really do. I honestly think. Wow. That I, I can't help but thinking they're just showing it off. It's a lot of liquid. It's a load. And then they went and got another one after. <laughs> they get... Frank, what about when I went to the darts at Ali Unbelievable. Pally? We'll get on to that another time. But when I went up to the darts and um, mm. I went to buy some uh, some drinks and they said, I'm afraid it's a two-pint minimum. Yeah. Because I only wanted oh, a half. wow. Two-pint minimum. You have to get a, buck, a bucket of beer. That yeah. lasts me a week now, two <laughs> pints of anything. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I like I like that he sounded like a, a sort of teetotal naive American debutante. <laughs> Why wow, these men had such large drinks? But that, couldn't possibly still be thirsty after the last the one. The fact that I used to drink them, I, I find it astonishing. Yeah, they're so big. They're to, to have sort of five of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that was happening. Um, and then what this, was happening? Pints. Yeah. Men with pints, <laughs> and the, I think there was a couple of women with. What pints were the men well. like? Were they nice. your kind of men? Yeah, they're nice music, people. Though. Music people generally, I find really nice. I was talking to yeah. some nice blokes from Canuck and stuff like that, and mm. a bloke could work with Stephen Wills. It was good. It was. I'd spoke to everyone who sat around me, and um, <laughs> most of whom had bigger bombs than me, so it was all right for them. <laughs> um, but this is what happened is um, no I'll tell you after this you won't believe it <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio yeah so we sat on these hard um, giant steps big old stoops for 64 minutes gosh in more or less total darkness mm. and um they played his new album. Lovely. So we listened to his new album. That was it. There wasn't a band. Oh, what they did just he played, just... Did he just, go over he didn't and come press out. play? No, no one came out. They just played the new album. You so big, we sat and listened to it. And a big listening party. Yeah. Oh. It reminds me when... My, I called a mate of mine. I was in Birmingham. I hadn't seen him for years and years. And he was the one who didn't leave. He stayed live with, with him with his parents. Mm. And I said to him, how are you doing? Should we go out and, you know, have somewhere to eat? And he said, no, come around mine. We can listen to some music. He was about 50. I thought, we used to say that when you were 15. <laughs> but it was like that. Oh, so, wow. um... Was there anything on the stage? Well, there was some, like, speakers and things. Was no. there a man, like, looking after it? No, 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 no man. No projections or <laughs> No, lights? nothing visual. We just sat and listened to the album. The what album. did you do? What did... Well, I looked longingly at one of the few signs of illumination, which was exit. <laughs> the thing was, I could tell it was a really good album, but sure. I haven't listened. I haven't sat and listened to an album all the way through since I don't know when I realised that. I listened to like four or five tracks and I did something else. Mm. And then, so it was a, quite a big thing sitting on a hard floor listening to a whole, especially also and the first time you hear an album, and there'll be, there's lots of people who listen to this show into music. 
So most of my favourite albums, the first time I heard it, I thought, yeah, it's good now. Yeah, uh. And then two or three listens, and then, oh, oh. And then it becomes the love of your life. If you like one straight off, you usually stop listening to it in a, in a, in a month. Yeah. Like people. <laughs> Just the same. Um, so uh, I thought this is a good album, but I listened to it all in the dark with some people from Canuck is mm. hard work. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I struggled a bit, to be honest. And then um, he came out and did, oh, like, did he? and he did like half an hour live music. It was brilliant. Yeah. And I thought, I wish, I wish you'd just done this. Yeah. Yeah. A gig. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what I really a, a, wanted. A gig here at the venue. But I think it's a very, <laughs> it's a very cool place, well, as you we say. That we bought tickets for. Yeah, sure. And I kind of, like, I can't think of anyone, even, you know, my great loves, who I could listen to a whole album on a hard floor with some men from Canuck and not think oh, I wish this would end it's not that helpful I, I can't no. imagine anything more stressful from the point of view of the artist than standing in the dark backstage alone well, yeah. a bunch of but people also, silently listen to your but work Kat, Kat said to God. me she went to the toilet after and there was a woman in there sobbing and uh, her friends was consoling her, and she was saying, "I'm oh, sorry, it's the, it's, I've never heard anything so beautiful. I just can't." Oh, come yeah. on! Yeah, I thought you were going to say she was like, oh, "Just, I, just even a cushion, I would have." Exactly. I've got a trap now. Yeah. yeah. I wish I hadn't taken that weight loss drug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I miss my butt. <laughs> I was going to say, would you consider a pair of sort of recreational buttocks for future gigs at, well, at, at Hackney Earth? I've never been. I didn't even know such gigs existed. Mm. It doesn't help you. I've sat on those very same hard steps. Yeah. I was in agony. Mm. Yeah. And as you know, I have a certain amount of junk in the trunk. It doesn't help us. I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> I'm happy to bring it up. Yeah. And I will. What am I, checkpoint Charlie? <laughs> I will tell you, Frank, it doesn't help us. Yeah. But, uh, like I say, when he did the live gig, it was really amazing. And then, um, and then um, I listened to the album yesterday and I thought, yeah, I was right. It was, it was great. But I listened to like five tracks. I think like albums, films, television programs that are long I treat like Panatoni I have a mouthful and then I put it back in the box <laughs> but um, I'd recommend it I'd recommend um, it's called uh, what's it called The Harmony Codex mm. check it out Frank Skinner Absolute Radio this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 812.15, follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Okay. Frank, we You heard... bet your sweet bippy. <laughs> I, tell you, I should tell the people listening that when we're not on air, we've just been talking about Strictly and what that was like. Mm-hmm. Um, picking out I think so far we've had winner worst dancer and um, who will have some sort of physical relationship first <laughs> and of course my uh, my continual observation that incredibly Craig can't dance Frank I he was going to say exactly he so. can't dance it's I, I don't know how this happened <laughs> 
But it's his worst icon dance, and um, he's no better than I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you say sitting on your couch? He's no better than I. <laughs> exactly. I, f- I feel for him, though, Pierre, because they make him do it now. It's kind of... They used to just be able to sit back in their velvet blazers and not get involved but they have to get the hands dirty now they're contractually obliged well he handles dancing the way I do See, you look as if you don't mean it that you're fooling around and yes, that, yeah. then people think oh well he's not really trying so he does yeah. all the funny va- faces and that and I do that myself because I don't want anyone to think this is as good as it gets no you, you want people to look at your deliberately silly dancing and think well someday he'll unleash the real dancing yeah. and then I'm sure well, it'll be brilliant you know like when you see an abstract expression his painting and someone says my kid could do that and then you show them that artist's work from their early years and it's detailed figurative amazing mm. stuff <laughs> that's what I want them to think that my dad is my right. abstract expressionist <laughs> period but I can really do the steps if I had to <laughs> Uh, we'll hear the, that analogy, I think, from uh, Motsy sometime soon. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got the feeling then Pierre didn't know who Motsy was. <laughs> do you know who Motsy is? It's all right v- if you don't. Vaguely. I, I have to admit, when you guys discuss Strictly, I do feel like sort of Prince Charles at a football game. Going, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no. In, into the enough. goal, you say. Oh, welcome to my world, medieval cathedrals, you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about when you two discuss emotions? <laughs> How do you think I feel? (laughs) I don't, of course, is the answer. Frank, we've heard from our wonderful loyal readers. Okay. Susan Smith has been in touch. Right. She says, good morning, enjoying the show as ever. For the record, Jenny Seagrove, who we were talking about earlier, never married Michael Winner, (gasps) though... Living in sin. Yeah, over the brush. That was something Frank's mum used to say. I still don't quite know what it means. Though they were in a long-term relationship. Okay, well, that's fair enough. As Frank it, as Frank is a football fan, I'm surprised he didn't mention that since 1994, Jenny has been with... Are you aware? Do you know who she's with? No. I knew this. Theatre producer... Bill Kenwright, oh, chairman of Everton FC. Oh, really? They've not tied the knot either. No judgment. Uh, and Susan finishes by saying, I once had the great... When you said that, do you mean he hasn't had a vasectomy? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Sorry. I know, Bill, he's very nice. He's lovely. I once had the great pleasure of meeting Jenny at the Main Chance M-A-N-E <clears throat> uh, horse sanctuary near Godalming, which she runs. She's a wonderful human being. Mm. Best wishes, Susie, brackets, not married either. No. <laughs> <laughs> All the old ways are dying out. <laughs> What's happening to the confetti business? They're having yeah. to put it in cannons for the uh, stop oil people. <laughs> They've militarised. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's all gone orange it has now. It's recycled. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Well, I'll tell you my favourite maniacal laughing is uh, my way. Is the maniacal? He says, I find it all so amusing, is it? <laughs> oh, does he say that? I think oh, there I is a brief laugh. Yeah. Oh, that's quite I gross. I think there are some versions. Possibly it's just some live Panic version. in the UK, of course. 
right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. good. Best maniacal laughing in a song, 812.15. Yeah. We've got to be missing some Halloween-y sort of tracks with some maniacal oh, laughing. Yes. And surely, like, Monster Mash or something has some in. Well, there's the... Oh, lot. Bobby, Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crib Kickers. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that version? Frank, what's the Elvis song? I was working in the lab late, <laughs> late one, one night. night. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember. There might be a bit of that. ML in it. <laughs> that would be a good studio note. If we we need to bump up the ML on yeah, this track. It's, exactly. Uh, it's cr- cr- crucial. Oh, man. ML29. Little sticker on the side. Yellow sticker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, Lindsay Washington has mm-hmm. been in touch. Frank, is, there, is there a comma? In that Lin- no. Lindsay Washington, she's yeah. not from Washington. No. Okay. Is she any relation? I don't know. <laughs> there is a Washington County Durham, actually, which mm. I think Colin Soggett um, came from, the former West Brom star. Of course. <laughs> Once again, can't believe we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> uh, Lindsay Washington. Yes. Frank, I just heard your lie about Absolute Now <laughs> Radio Channel. Uh, yeah, I did own up straight away. <laughs> you did. Yeah. But it would be an excellent radio station to play just songs from the Now That's What I Call Music albums. Oh, no, no. <laughs> We've already got those. <laughs> and also, isn't that all music? Yeah. It is funny to text in, I've just heard your lie. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I wonder if you get that much on LBC. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I've just heard your lies. Um, no, but now that's like... what I call music. When they're put compiling those and they're having the meeting... Mm. All the songs brought on brought forward that they don't call music, and so they yeah. don't make it. And they go, "That's not music." Yeah. Oh, well, that's out. With Did they put it to a vote? I, I yeah, think they the just like does someone say, "No, no, I'd like to submit." I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I can't vote for Billy Ocean. <laughs> I have very strong views. I think they probably say, "What's the cheapest uh, collection of um, <laughs> things we can get mm. together?" Can I just say, our, our readers. Within the last minute, yeah. we've had three texts in about maniacal laughs. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> what's, wow. uh, what's hot? Straight away, we've missed an obvious one. Jenny, a first-time uh, reader, contact her from Carefully. Thriller. Mm. Oh, where does it come in on that? Right at the start, I think. Oh, does oh, it? it's Vincent Price, it's isn't Vincent it? It's Vincent Price. Is it Vincent Price? It also, I think, um, does the voice on... Alice Cooper's Black Widow. He track. did a lot of work. He yes, he does do the loft with the funk of thirty thousand years. I think. Well, I saw um, the um, Deep Purple, um, or some of Deep Purple did a musical called The Butterfly Ball, which I went to see in uh, at the Albert Hall with a mate when we still lived in Birmingham. A rare trip to London, and Vincent Price was the live narrator. On yeah, the night. I think Twiggy was uh, female lead. There's a lot of the sort of Hammer Horror guys guesting on albums and things. Christopher Lee did that sort of metal album. Did he? He just did a big voiceover as sort of Charlemagne. Mm. I slain the Saxon men. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that, but yeah. uh, you do it. If ever they need to re-record it. <laughs> Man, I think you just did your audition. Yeah. And it was top hole. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
We got what? a lot of maniacal laughter. Oh, okay, give me some. Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne, of course. I don't know. It starts immediately. I wish we had tracks laughter. of all these. In an ideal world, in 10 years' time, mm. I know, but someone else will be benefiting from we, We'll be able to say the name of a track and just play that bit. You're listening to Absolute <coughs> Radio Maniacal. <coughs> yeah, We only exactly. play the most maniacal laughs Yeah. All, Although all I can remember some of these. So um, G. Viggy has got in touch. Uh, Ebenezer Good. He's a good. Do you remember? He's a good. He's ever he's a good. Um, yeah. And then I do remember this. There is a little bit of laughter. Yeah. Quite well, sort of unpleasant. Well, they're, they're probably delighted. Well, yeah. also, they're, they're strung out. Ecstatic, right, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of people saying uh, Mama by uh, Genesis. Phil oh, Collins. do you remember that one? I, I can tell you exactly how that laugh goes. I never got yeah. into. Uh, it goes, ha, ha, ha. Oh. It's exactly. Oh. <laughs> Oh, really? Yes, honestly, was David that before Bill? or after he wants someone being uh, deliberately <laughs> drowned? Can you explain that, please? <laughs> Sorry? It's an urban myth thing. There's, an, there's an urban myth, um, apparently. Uh, there's a, there's, what's the song? Phil Collins' song. Um, it's called In the Air Tonight. Oh, the, and, and this is that thing where people do their goes, best to I explain I you songs. drowning <laughs> someone and didn't say anything it about say. it. No, it I say. stood ah. on the bank watching the bubbles disappear. I was near. But I did nothing about it. And that was that's the that's the verse. So it's that thing where people take poetic lyrics and go, "Well, I don't understand them, so I'm going to make up an insane practical no, theory." He basically about says well, one lyric where he says, "And if yeah. I saw you drowning, I wouldn't lend a hand." How does he say that? Not yeah. nice. He, he doesn't not, say, not nice. "I saw you on the river bank, and I remember you drowning <laughs> someone." <laughs> I'm sure that's how I remember I it. <laughs> Maybe it's because you saw him live. And you know, I ought to be on social media. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, and as a result, people have suggested right. that he was directly referencing someone in the crowd. That's yeah. what people say. Well, oh. the, same, the same sort of people who would think, oh, well, you know, Freddie Mercury, he, uh, mm. he killed a man. Oh, yeah. Shot, shot him with his gun. Yeah. Think, he confessed to his mother. Well, Phil Collins had to come out afterwards and say, look, it was about my marriage, mate, or something. So he says, you know? if, if. Yeah, you know. turned out he drowned his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's the theory the police immediately moved on to. Yeah, exactly. We heard it from him firsthand. And I, I believe he was involved in the great train robbery. <laughs> my he memory was. serves me he well. He played uh, Buster in the he days did. when uh, hardened criminals were lovable figures in... Yeah. Uh, Disney films. No, I uh, think they did a Hatton Garden uh, film recently. They did. Which yeah. is like Larry Lamb and lovable <laughs> Cockney funny, funny old blokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna rob some bullion <laughs> and we won't bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like that, yeah. yeah. Up the apples uh, and jewels. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> 205 clarifies that the maniacal laugh on Ebenezer Good is Sid James, Darren and Barry St. Edmunds. Fellow South African. Oh, yeah, indeed. Sid James. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And, um... Get it on. <laughs> I can't say the other thing he's famous for. No, don't say that. For the drowning. Exactly. Mm. Frank, um, why is it some criminals are, are loved? 
Yes. Well, I think if you don't do anything too violent, oh, right, that I think people is. like the idea. The way people applaud lottery winners yes. and like to see them in the paper drinking champagne, whereas people who've worked for their money are generally despised. <laughs> <laughs> Gorillas have two songs with maniacal laughter. Clint yes. Eastwood and Feeling Good. Feel Good. Oh, oh yeah. Feel Good Inc. Come on, Harriet and Charlotte. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I remembered Feel Good Inc. because it's right at the start, but I'd forgotten about Clint Eastwood. Yeah, you right. must never forget Don't about Clint ever. Eastwood. <laughs> never, ever forget about Clint Eastwood. No one puts Clint Eastwood in the corner. No, no. I had a friend who was directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. Really? And Clint Eastwood said uh, on day one, there's a golf golf <laughs> tournament I'd like to play in on the 17th. So I'm, I'm not planning on any second takes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And, uh, I respect that. Yeah, so yeah. I think James Woods was in it. And he said, I need to do that. No, no. It was fine. As he as he chewed on the little little cigarilla. Well, he said he, gotta, he sat get to the golf tournament. He sat on a sort of leather chair with all his films on that someone had given him, and he used that as his director's chair. And he went out for a meal with them night one, and said, uh, "Okay, ask the questions." And they were all allowed to say, oh, what was it like when you shot that? Yeah, well, that was yeah. a great bit. And he just got all that. In. That was it. They couldn't do that anymore. Wow. Got think, it all out the way one go. I think you should do that. Yeah, definitely. OK, ask the question. Yeah. I know what they would be. I, uh, oh. My favourite Clint moment is when he berated an empty chair. Pretended that Barack Obama was sitting in it. Oh, really? Yeah. He was just shouting at a chair. And he did it as if it was a really sort of clever thing. Oh, yes. Is he a bit um, in my cold, dead hand? Yes, he is, yeah. Okay. Uh, Can't spend that long around revolvers and not... Yes, yeah. They all all go the same way. And not uh, end up with some residue (laughs) fibres on you. (laughs) Um, Guys, Mark Kay has been in touch. Mm. I put a spell on you. Screaming Jay Hawkins. Oh, yes, that's got quite a lot. And Off that's the genuine, scale, Mark And that's says. got genuinely ML, definitely yeah. maniacal. Yes. I like the only one Frank's familiar with is Screaming Jay Hawkins. No, Screaming Jay Hawkins sort of pioneered that sort of shock rock horror thing that Alice Cooper and Kiss and all those guys went for. Um, he was, I think it was Dr. John who had his friend's shrunken head around his neck on a chain. Yeah, there was a sort of big voodoo thing going on. Yeah. Mm. Uh, was he a proper doctor? You don't, you don't get that with Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> There's the other members of One Direction hanging off his belt. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And him saying, yeah, they all went one direction. <laughs> Down. <laughs> Just a really sort of poppy, preppy correspondent on E! Entertainment. Harry Styles debuted a new human <laughs> sacrifice aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Frank, do you remember talking about being tricked by a smell? Tricked 
by a smell. You walked into a shop. Oh, yes. I went into the big uh, giant sweet shop on Princess Street in Edinburgh <laughs> and I saw a man cranking up a machine that made it smell nice, so you yeah, bought sweets. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I mentioned that, uh, as far as I'm aware, Subway, that's why they, they heat up the bread in store. Right. To get that yes, bread you smell. did, yeah. And they do it often in high-end designer stores as well. They'll yeah. pump the smell of yeah. leather. Affluent fragrance. <laughs> Yeah, smelling fragrance throughout the store. Well, we've had a good JJ response. JJ Sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, carry on. <laughs> we've, we've had a response to that uh, from the astonishingly named Karak Proust. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, I oh. love Karak wow. Proust. From Somerset. Is this a smell of Madeleine that they <laughs> pumped into a cake <laughs> shop he used to work in? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi, Frank and Emily and Pierre. I apologise for being a week or two behind on this, but you recently spoke about stores. Never apologise no. for that, because we live in an age now where chronology has basically disappeared. Yes, yes. Um, you spoke about stores that machines which they used to fill their emporia... Mm. with artificial odours yes, um, to entice in unsuspecting passers-by. I wondered whether can I, can you... Can I just remind um, anyone who didn't hear that? Was Obviously, they didn't hear it. I won't be reminding them. Nevertheless, <laughs> I, uh, I said in the shop, when I first went in the shop, oh, smell the sweets. It makes, it makes, really makes me want to get some sweets. And the next time I went in, I saw them cranking up the machine <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel that. Yeah, like a cartoon character. Okay, carry on. So, uh, I wondered whether you were aware that the fabulous coffee smell you only ever notice when opening a jar of instant coffee for mm. the first time oh, yeah. is actually artificial. Shut, Shut up. up. Yeah. I won't. Uh. Um, and made in West Bromwich. What? Now, hold on a minute. Home of fake coffee stink. West Brom. Yeah, that's what it says on the sign <laughs> when you drive in. Oh, welcome home to West Brom. Home of coffee smell. The yeah. home of fake coffee stink. <laughs> Swind with chicory essence. <laughs> it's a German town. <laughs> it's made in West Bromwich, uh, so Hang we're told. On. The smell that we're referring but to But isn't it the is... smell coming from that brown stuff in the bottom <laughs> of the jar? Oh, you poor naive thing. Oh, so does no. coffee not smell? I don't think instant coffee. It's all freeze-dried and stuff, so it makes sense that they so would they inject it. So they put a bit. coffee smell into that top um, vacuum. Apparently it's the decompression chamber at the top yeah. of a jar. This makes sense, because it's, she's absolutely right. Yeah. It would be um, odourless, wouldn't it? Freeze-dried. Uh, made in West Bromwich by a company called Robinson Brothers Limited. Okay, well, um, very uh, <laughs> false front. No, no suggestion of false smells there, is no, there? No, you'd want it to be called something more on, on the nose. As yeah, well. it's exactly. very, you're right, it's like if aliens um, landed and were trying to sort yeah. of integrate, we'll call ourselves Robinson. Yeah. Hello, I if, work for Robinson Brothers. If you had a fake smells company, what would you call them, mate? 1250? Yes. <laughs> um, not only that, but natural gas, which is naturally odourless, is also unnaturally scented to make now, it more detectable now in that, I knew that because then you don't blow yourself up. Made by the same West Brom company. <gasps> wow. <laughs> All never, roads lead to Robinson uh, Brothers. I've never been so proud. <laughs> 
Home of smells. <laughs> yeah, I knew that, but I didn't know they were manufactured deliberately. Frank, what that, other what? fake smells do they do? Could that be the city things? motto of West Brom? Can you smell that? West Brom, can you smell that? What other fake smells do you think they do? I think we have to. Uh, I think we have oh, well, to move on oh. to the news quickly. Carrick Bruce just says that perhaps there's a case for referring to your hometown as Fake Pong City. Oh, oh. it's good. <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> Frank Skinner. We've been talking about the fake smell company in West Bromwich. Mm. What, Robinson Bros? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And our fabulous readers have been sending in some suggestions for what they could call themselves. Yes, I, we thought they could p- come up with a cleverer, I'm assuming, punning title what than about Robinson yes. Brothers. Well, they have. Okay. Redanger 66, we'll get back to that at some yeah. st- other stage has gone for odour cheaters. That's mm. excellent. Yeah, that's I'm really good. happy with that. Uh, we've had a few people send in variations on faux Roma or Foda. Yeah, Jim Wilson Foda. has said Foda. Oh, I see, yeah. I quite like Foda. Faux-Pari. Oh, good. <laughs> From Ultramagnus. I'm good. not sure. Julian Clark has gone for the slightly more basic Wiffo. Wiffo. <laughs> That's yeah. whiffo. It's a lot more. It's a lot more English than furpery. It's a bit. It's a lot more brain spaghetti. I, I can't find the uh, pun in it. No, it's just no. Um, they haven't gone for a pun. Not is it Wilco. based on Biffo the bear or Wilco? Oh, maybe. Mm. Never heard of it. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> you get all your smells from Smeggles. <laughs> Smiggle. Smell. Smellgles. Smeggles. Okay. Um, Yes, there's some. There's some we can't. I can't read out. No, Pong, don't. Pongerific. Matt says not to be sniffed at. That's mm. all right. Yeah, but it's not true because it is to be sniffed at. Um, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good, but it's not true. Yeah, that's why you don't get um, cocaine shops. Oh my god! <laughs> not to be sniffed. Do <laughs> you get cocaine shops? You probably do, no. but they, oh, they they pretend to be. They sell overseas sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Any Talk road or cane shops on the show? <laughs> no, please <laughs> don't say. It. So, come on, this, come on! I can't cope with the gaps. More. Quickly, one more. okay. Will you listen to this? Alex has suggested return to centre. Look, if you see it written, it works. S C E E N T. Oh, centre, yes. Not centaur. Yes. Centre. Yeah. Return to centre. What about if I send a threatening letter to Robinson Brothers saying, stop making sense? Which was the whole talking heads thing. Frank, I think you should visit as a local dignitary. I think when you get your... Uh, what are you getting? The Lord of the Manor? Th- Lord well, now somebody Lord. else bought the Lord of the Manor. Oh, uh. you did Google then? Yeah, I didn't I didn't go in for it, though, in the end. Why not? It went for uh, 25 grand, apparently, Lord Gosh. of West Bromwich. Would you have paid that? I don't I think it was... I think it went for 28, to be precise. Oh. No, we, you know, it's crazy. It's you just can mad. get your own free smells. Yeah, exactly. No you can say the, that again. The lo- <laughs> <laughs> At my age. Yeah. I saw the fear in your eyes where I said we've got a lot of texts in about the smells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, people. So why don't they just say it to my face? <laughs> Frank, what do you think of Tom P? Non... What, Tom Petty? <laughs> no, not Tom Petty. 
Tom Lewis is non de fume. Yeah. He's tried to do a non de plume. Mm. So um, they don't defume. Yeah. No. They fume. They yeah. fume. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe we'll uh, leave these. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, well done, everyone. Yeah. But I think we've covered it. Now, Frank, there are not a lot of trends that I can relate to. No. To, to be perfectly well, honest. Frank. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not like, I'm not like you, Frank. I'm not walking into Smiggle and getting the latest <laughs> sniffy Opt- pens. Pen. No, I know. And bum bags. I know. I'm a, I'm a bit of a dedicated follower of fashion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, but for once there was a big old trend that I thought. Now this this is a this is a bit of me. Um, I like this, and uh, I saw that uh, it started on TikTok. This trend where um, a lady, the Reverend Kelsey Lewis Vincent, mm-hmm. which is a hell of a name, mm. uh, saw an Instagram reel that said something along the lines of, "Women have no idea how often the men in their lives think about the Roman Empire." <laughs> Right. And I thought, yes, here we go. I'm presuming she's uh, an, an Anglican reverend. Because yes. obviously yes. In, in my little group where we have casual chit-chat about Herod the Tetrarch, <laughs> <laughs> the Roman Empire crops up quite a lot. Yes, well, she's American, so yeah. Oh. So she's definitely I mean, a little when I read away this, I thought, I dream of the Roman Empire working with these two. Yeah. Cathedrals, cathedrals, Well, cathedrals. also this week, Hadrian's Wall has never been on the news as much as That's it has true. this week, yeah. so I should think the whole nation is thinking of a Roman yeah. Empire. Well, so inspired by this... Uh, she asked her significant other if, uh, you know, how, well, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And without missing a beat, he said, every day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so this started a TikTok trend where women would film themselves going up to their, their male partners and saying, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And recording the responses. And the internet has been surprised at how many men say some variation of either every day or, you know, a few times a week. Yeah. Can, I, can I say what I particularly liked? I got into a very uh, specialist genre of these how often do you think about the Roman Empire videos which was the dads Uh, and the reason I liked the dads was that I felt they were less in it for the likes perhaps do you know what I mean Mm. they were being more covertly filmed and were a little bit gittish in their response and I particularly uh, liked the Australian dad who responded (laughs) he said I don't think about the Roman Empire, but I do often think about Constantinople. (laughs) (laughs) And and then there was another man who got quite angry with his daughter and said, do you mean the Roman Empire or the Holy Roman Empire? Oh, And I thought, good friend for Frank. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I'm, I'm sort of with... Dr. Samuel Johnson, as you know, is a literary hero of mine, who once began an essay by saying, someone said to me the other day that it is dog sat staring into space for long periods and couldn't possibly imagine what it was thinking about. I do not have to go outside my own species to have (laughs) such thoughts. <laughs> so it's um, great news, isn't it, that men are thinking about the Roman Empire? Bro- broadly, I think so. Um, my, I, I saw this trend before this happened, so maybe it, my 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 guard was up, or 
but my my partner she came into the living room and said as uh, sort of quite cautiously yeah. how often do you think about the roman empire <laughs> yeah and i will give either of you a tenor or anyone in the studio a tenor if you can guess what my answer was um it was uh, to be fair it's a bit of a trick question because my answer was was not a straight response. Was it a no, bit Australian dad? Uh, was it was it a, a bit question? Australian Was it a question? <laughs> it was a question. Think- <laughs> That's right. My, I answered the question with a question, like uh, a sage. I think you responded with some sort of correction in built into the I question. I think it'll, it'll be whether it includes the period before yes. Augustus, the first emperor. That's exactly <laughs> right, Frank. Whether, yeah, whether you're including that that, that Exactly. Phrase. You're depressingly close. There will yeah. Be some historical. There'll be a date involved. Yeah, it, it'll be. Um, it'll be the Google Earth tightening the focus. Yeah. I want a specific. Go on, give us it. I said, which one? Ah, <laughs> oh. which I stand by. Okay. Yeah. And what is that? Um, so what? What is that? How, how are you? Western Roman, Eastern Roman. Yeah. Well, there's a time they split and had two emperors. Well, this is yeah, it. yeah. But yeah. they had that long period where we, I think, people would call it the Roman Empire when there wasn't an emperor. How yes. often do you think about the Roman Empire, you two? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about poor Kath over in North London uh, having to ask? How often do you think about Zygons? Yeah, I would say, generally speaking, Kath brings up ancient history a lot more often than I do. <laughs> Pierre ad- admitted... Well, there's no shame in it, so I, w- I shouldn't use the word admitted. But um, you were revealing how you'd answered that question. Yes, so this is... So how often do you think of the Roman Empire, Pierre? And Pierre said, which one? Yes. Yeah. And uh, the reason I said which one was partially to appear arch and superior, but also partially because um, I I curate my social media to suit my tastes. Mm. I'll level with you. I like my echo chamber. I've decorated it. I've made it all nice. Mm. Um, It looks fabulous. Thank you. I I must admit, I liked it as well. Yeah. um, So my Twitter feed is... I mean, who'd who'd have thought velvet? (laughs) Yeah. Pierre, obviously. Some velvet. Certainly. Uh, my Twitter feed is full of um, newly unearthed Byzantine coins and Syrian mosaics <laughs> and things. Mm. So in fairness, one of the reasons I do think about the Roman Empire, whichever one, quite a lot, is that it is popping up on my phone. Mm. And the reason I said which one was because there's some Byzantine archaeological stuff had popped up, you know, as mm. it does on your Twitter feed. <laughs> mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> that you're the lo- you're that the lo- and uh, furious discrimination. I don't, Those have, are the a, t- I don't have a Twitter feed. And no. thank God I don't have yeah. an X feed. Oh, no. With them contacting me regularly. <laughs> I would ask, I would amend Probably be that friendlier question. than Twitter. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Less grudging. Yeah, exactly. I think they, yeah. should, they should amend that question for, for Pierre to, when don't you think yeah. about the Roman Empire? <laughs> Frank Skinner, I would ask you, how often do you think about the Roman I Empire? I think about the Anglo-Saxons more. I yeah. think so. But I think um, they, they used you, to right? say they used to say that men think about the physicals every seven seconds. Yeah. So yes. nowadays I've got quite a lot of gaps to <laughs> fill in my thinking. <laughs> You're casting around. So for any historical period I can get my hands on to fill that that terrible <laughs> void that the physicals has left behind. Too dark for breakfast, please. Oh, duh. I. 
I have to say, though, I don't see you as a Roman. I think you have different Roman empires. I think your Roman empires are... Frankly, it's XRSC actors in polo neck saying, so, doctor. Uh, yeah, well, yes. I, um, I, I did watch just this last week. Before this came out, I just watched um, Mary Beard's documentary on Caligula. Mm. Um, he was problematic, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, she, um, she didn't like him. No. It would be interesting if she came out as a strong Caligula fan. Yeah. Yeah, I like Caligulist. the idea. Her, a Caligulist. Is that, is that how she ended it? I didn't like him. Yeah, I don't like him. Also, I had no idea she was from the West Midlands. <laughs> She's been involved in this. Um, she incredibly. Has. Now, this is what I mean. In the modern world, I think I've got a handle on something and then it slips away from me Mary Beard um, seemed unhappy that people were thinking about the Roman (laughs) Empire but that has been her life's quest to make us think about that more I I think she has been maybe put off by some of the videos which are a certain type of very thick necked American man Mm. Who thinks about the Roman Empire in a in a less than good way? Well, she th- she seemed to be suggesting, if I'm correct, that she felt their their motives were based on, I guess, the sort of slightly the slight he man associations with the Gladiator. Roman Empire. Very very hard, as we know, to guess people's <laughs> motives. Well, and you you do sort of want to say to Mary Beard, look, do you want all of these? Incorrigible jocks thinking about history or not. <laughs> exactly. exactly. We're very lucky they're thinking about anything historical. What I would say to her is look, I, I, I agree, as you say, that it was a violent and, and patriarchal and oppressive society, which questions morality and making a living out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Uh, Ruth Jordan. How often does Frank think about the Venerable Bede? Uh, More often, probably, than I think about, um, because a lot of the things I know about the Anglo-Saxon, well, a lot of things anybody knows about him is via the Venerable Bede. Right. Mm. And he's, um, what's he called? Ecclesiastical history of... The English people. Yes. You see, Dame Mary Beard, I, I do hate to challenge her, however... In the arena... In the arena, in the, in the gladiatorial <laughs> macho arena. Oh, I see what I learnt the other day. What about this? That um, thumbs up mm. um, meant death. Yeah. Yes, the Roman emperors. Yeah, but I thought it was thumbs down meant oh, death. I see. Thumbs no. up meant death, and if they if and if they wanted him to live, they didn't hold that. They just had the fist, and the thumb wasn't raised. They would raise the thumb as in, go on, chop his head off. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't oh. thumbs up as in, no, I like him. No, yes. He did I'm, well. Imagine how horrible that moment must have been when you saw the thumb and you thought, is it going to go down? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I'd mm. have just been terrified. It was a yet another comic doing a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean Paul McCartney is secretly ordering people's no, demise. No, I, I really hope no. not. That'd be terrible news. No, he's vegetarian. Speaking of um, meandering thought, which mm. I think this is based on, mm. I read yes. this week that um, psychologists are saying that children um, with imaginary friends is a much rarer phenomenon than it was 10 or 15 years ago. Imaginary friends are actually an endangered species. Why is that? Mm. 
screen time is what they say. Yeah. Is that you need a lot of just sitting thinking to come up, to have the imagination that can develop someone so real that you take them to be your actual friend. That's gone. That's gone with, um, oh, while we're in the queue, what you can watch a couple of pepper pigs. Well, yes, I've had to yeah. explain to young people what daydreaming was. Yeah, daydreaming oh. is another is another victim. They don't know the, what I've that. I've stopped is. with it personally. Me too, Frank. <laughs> well, you did some wonderful things with your daydreaming. I was mani- player manager, manager of Barcelona. You were until I missed a penalty in the Champions <laughs> League final. But I was heavily strapped. Mm. At the time, I was and and I stood there. It's actually hit the post outside of the post. I actually went through all this. Yeah. It's good to sort of build in your own kind of dramatic failure. Yeah, to oh, your there's, own daydream. There's, there's plenty of that. Yeah, it's he just, wanted it to be realistic. Yeah, it's, it's the sign of a, a humble man, I think. <laughs> build in. Well, there was own. a time for about two years. Every time I was on the toilet, I was also on Parkinson being interviewed. Yeah. And when I went on... What's his first question? Why are you on the toilet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His first question was, what is that? (laughs) What is that? Robinson (laughs) Brothers. (laughs) Drives. Are you from West Bromwich? So um, when I went on there, I I started by telling him this. This is the first time I spoke to you, not on the toilet. Mm. It went better on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) That way. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm, I was sad about Mary Beard and her um, yeah. I, I, not approving of I men think you, thinking of the Roman Empire. Well, how would she explain my, and I'm going to go obsession, with uh, Henry VIII? Yeah. Violent, brutal misogynist, mm. and I heart him. I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, I have well, a... as you know, I championed gingers through all the ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and I like him during his gouty, uh, irritable period. Yeah. yeah. Far more than I like when he was young, dashing and learning Latin and French. I, I like old... Yeah, when he used to actually not just preside over jousting tournaments, but used to take part. I mean, that's yeah, brilliant, isn't that is it? Mad. But that's a bit like when Idi Amin was the undisputed heavyweight champion of Uganda. Yes. He was the undisputed everything, because who disputed with him? <laughs> yeah. No, I just think if you're interested in history, that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, don't look a gift gladiator in the mouth. No. Although you can spoil it. I, I was a member of the Anglo-Saxon Society. And I, used I to enjoy come... the sound of those parties. Yeah, well, the magazine what? used to always open with the disclaimer <laughs> is that we, the, we are concerned with Anglo-Saxon history from the period to blah, blah, blah. We do not see it as a racial type, yes. you know, blah, blah, blah. When, which when, is... when we say that we're proud members of the Anglo-Saxon society. We're not saying it in a sort of a no. Civil War era Tennessee sort of way. No, no, we're not. We're no. saying we like With reading about... Um, we can actually read the runes. We don't necessarily just have them tattooed on our faces. Uh, as we say in the Anglo-Saxon society, get a rune! <laughs> oh, my God. Fine. With the Anglo-Saxon magazine, who were the cover stars for that? Uh, they what were usually the artefacts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> to be honest. Don't call them that. They're old, respected <laughs> academics. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see a copy of that. What were the cover lines? Do they oh, have puns in I'll bring a couple in. Please do. Like. Um, they, they, could have, they could have picked some human stars, Professor Simon Keynes. They didn't really have academics on the cover. Oh, oh did they have all They don't want to put people off with anything that looked modern. Oh, yeah. Richard Dance? There could have been loads. <laughs> Richard Dance? I'm just naming people who taught me. Richard Craig can't dance. <laughs> I'm oh, going to start a band. Something, some 11-year-old writing last week said, so what can we call our band? You know you can get Dead Can Dance, that band. Yeah. You oh, can yeah. have Craig Can't Dance as a band mm. name. I like mm. it. Paul Craig. Levi Roach. He's, you know, he's done well. Frank, who's going to win Strictly Come Dancing, by the way? Oh, I trust you. I don't know. Okay, yet. I'll come back to you on that. You Thank need you. someone who's average at the moment and who steadily climbs upward. Oh, okay. Don't start too high. That's my advice. I'll tell you who's going to win: the British public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this character. <laughs> yeah, um, sort of. Well, Second World War. How sort much of. do they pay for those votes? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what I think about three times a week? Yes. Go on. This is my Roman Empire. I know we've got to wrap up, but I want to leave you with this, Frank. You know genuinely what my Roman Empire is? Go on. Is that time when you were said you were hungry in the back of a cab and the cab driver said, oh, do you, I've got a sandwich. And you said, oh, yes, I'll have that. Yes. And you ate the cab driver's sandwich. Yes. I think what? about three times a week. I did, yeah. As Mary Beard had <laughs> said, typical <laughs> of the upper classes exploiting <laughs> the poor workers. <laughs> I did not know that, and now I will have no time to think about the Roman. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's oh great. My God. Oh, what's, what's what was Mary? in the sandwich? I think it started with the shoes. Did you notice on the documentary, she started wearing like glittery trainers? Oh. And then I thought, oh no, it's one of those lecturers who wants to be loved rather than admired. <laughs> <laughs> what was in the sandwich? I, I must know. It was very made by his wife. It was a very nice, some sort of R Romanian uh, recipe. It was lovely. He did offer it, to be fair, didn't he? Well, I, I was late because of him, and I said, I won't have time to eat, and this was how he, he bartered with my rage. <laughs> anyway, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.